No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. What do you want in an energy weapon? I, I, I want to shoot far. What else do you want? I w- w- want to hit hard. I think I know what you want. PPPC. Little Seizures PPCs. Come on in to Little Seizures and pick up a hot and ready PPC for just three bucks. Or really shake their cockpits with an ER PPC for just five bucks. And when we say bucks, we do of course mean a hundred thousand C-bills. Little Seizures. PPPC. Your enemies aren't gonna like the way they shook. I guarantee it. Hello again, mech fans. Duncan Fisher here. The Battle Mech, titan of the modern battlefield. Few people don't feel some kind of sense of awe at the word, myself included. Here on Solaris 7, mechs are more like gods, stalking the arena to the roar of millions of fans. Much like the Roman gladiators of ancient Terra, a mech jock can rule an entire city if the crowd loves him enough. When I think of a Solaris 7 champion, nobody comes to mind faster than Justin Allard and his famous centurion, Yenlo Wang. No mech in the history of Solaris 7 has seen more victories, but it wasn't always so. Not long after he arrived on Solaris 7, way back in 3027, Justin bought the beat-up, almost discarded mech and put his own blood, sweat, and tears into building her into a legend worthy of the Roman arenas of old. No man I've ever met made more enemies than Justin Allard, and the crowds loved him for his efforts. Not even the machinations of First Prince Hans Davion could keep Justin from winning a match. Never defeated, he's still the champion of Solaris 7 in this announcer's heart. So there you have it, folks, the brief tale of a hard man and his legendary mech, made right here on the sands of Solaris 7. This has been the Duncan Fisher Minute. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 86. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is August 21st, 2013, and my shout-out, it's going to go to Duff and all of our fallen mech warriors. Again, remember to share your experiences, build relationships, and don't take life for granted because you never know what's going to happen. And so for all of our fallen guys, and specifically one of our most fallen mech warriors, Duff, we'll miss you, buddy. Darren? 
Here, here. Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. My shout-out today goes to Run Hot or Die. Run Hot or Die Season 1 saw 60 teams compete over a nine-week season. Now with the launch of 12v12, registration for Season 2 is now open. If your team is interested in participating, email the magician at magician93 at gmail.com with your team name, leader contact information, and which league you would like to participate in. Sign-ups last until August 25th, and hunting season opens September 3rd. Brennan. Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell, and my shoutouts are the exact same three as always, which is Mexpex, MWOG, and our MWO. All right, Laura. Hey, guys, this is Laura, a.k.a. BB Wolf, and my shoutout is Kintaro Video no Seiyu ga kirai da to itteru yatsu. Is anybody nice? Oh, is it? I'm, I'm really excited right now, and I'll be right back. He's closing the door again. <laughs> And of course, welcome to all of our live studio audience members. We have no idea what she just said, so if anybody wants to translate that, let me know. And of course, to all of our new listeners out there, wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, we hope you enjoyed the show. And we ask, hey, if you like what we're doing over here at NGNG with all of the content we create, hey, we've got a tip jar on our front of our website. You guys uh, donate, and we would appreciate all the love. And we're also looking into um, donating to when you do donate, you get put into like a special group like the Benefactors over at Mexpex. And uh, give us some feedback over at our suggestion thread about that. We've got a thread up. And if you like the idea, and that way you guys like donate and you get a like, special avatar, let us know on our forums. Thank you. Hey, you doing a little shopping online? Maybe Amazon or Newegg or Tiger Direct? If so, help support the show while shopping for cool stuff online by clicking on the Amazon Newegg or Tiger Direct buttons on our website. Right side, scroll down a little bit. It won't add anything to your charge, but it does give NGNG a little kickback. It's a great way to support everything we do if you don't want to or cannot donate directly. Also, our new RSS feed is up. If you have not yet, please unsubscribe to our old RSS feed and resubscribe to feeds.feedburner.com forward slash NGNG. And this week's Catalyst Game Lab sponsorship giveaway, week 14, is TRO 3039. I'd like to say, again, congratulations. I think uh, the last winner, let me pull it up. Let's see. I, I want to say Jail, but I don't want to screw myself over. Yes, it was Jail. Uh, so, Jail, congratulations for winning uh, the starter book. Um, I sent an email to you. And, uh, again, good luck with uh, people putting in for 3039. The question this week is, what is your favorite, like, fight scene in any of the novels i think uh, i'd like to hear what hear that is to a lot of people so that's all you gotta do head over to our forums and uh, enter to win all right we're going into community questions garth is here garth you ready to answer some questions nope good first question is from charles jt1977 he says since the new heat scale system has been implemented in mwo has pgi considered adding an indicator to the hud to clearly display heat penalties this heat penalty indicator would greatly help new players. Uh, yes, we're discussing it, trying to figure out what we would do. Do you have any ideas? Personally? Yeah. I don't know, warning light, something textual on screen that's not intrusive that says this will create extra heat or something like that. There's a whole bunch of ideas we've thrown around, so sadly it's not up to me to choose them. Or I'd I pick think... the worst one. Now, Phil, you've had some ideas on this. Well, I think just Garth hit it right on the head is basically simple... Um, you know, feedback to the player, letting them know, oh, hey, you're shut down, or you know, overheating, or oh, hey, you know, um, your movement has been slowed, or you know, anything like that. Uh, I think they can do something. Obviously, you don't want to clutter up too much. I think that's the biggest issue in a lot of like UIs. Um, or you know, it's, you don't want to like overload the player, and you don't want to obstruct their view, but you also want to get the. So you not only you have the auditory, right? You have the visual. Um, obviously, you can't touch or anything like that. At least not currently in games 
Um, but I feel like utilizing those in some type of, uh, you know, attention grabber. Obviously, that's like the warning when missiles coming in. But then you also have a, like a klaxon going off or whatever. So I think they can utilize that. I think placement is a big part where it is on your screen. And if you're looking at it, right? Because if my screen is up and I'm fighting, I'm fighting, I'm fighting. And I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's down at the bottom or mm-hmm. the top corner and stuff like that, I feel like that's why some of that information is really important to have just around where that player's eyes rest. Cool. The next question is from Altair Phoenix. He asks, will we ever see our kill assist stats in game or on the website uh, profile stats? You know anything about that, Garth? Uh, yeah. Once the 2.0 is out, we will have more of a comprehensive thing on the website. Similar to like Bad Company 2 did it was the original idea we were looking at. So where it'll have all of the main stats in addition to what we have now. So yeah, it's coming. Sorry, it's not here yet. You can blame me for that. Oh, okay. Is there going to be a stat reset with that? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe. Depends on how bad people are. If people are really bad, we'll be like, dude, you need a reset. And then we'll reset. <laughs> so in other words, you're resetting my stats. Great to know. All right. The next question is from Verger. Verger. I'm joking. He's not Verger. Verger. He knows it. Verger. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Phil, for correcting my pronunciation. So, did Garth ever figure out whose picture that is uh, that we found in... I said uh, last time. It's like a fake picture. It's re- it was really, like, upsetting that it was so boring. It was just a fake magazine picture used. Why? So, it was like nothing. And I was like, what? Oh, tell me something cool. No, it's boring. I was, yeah, boring. Hoping that was a cut the money reference. Yeah, just fake. They just made it look like a BS magazine. Can you replace it with a picture of Paul? Yes. Thank you. Man, I was really thinking it was somebody's junk. That is just a major letdown. There's plenty of that on the internet already. Yes, indeedy. Next question is from Crackerbox227. He says, I understand that there's lots of priority projects going on with launch about to happen, but I was wondering when we would see more consumable modules appearing. Assuming the answer is later. What? Does he listen to this podcast or something? Uh, <laughs> have there well, been it's any not more... Be now, so sorry. <laughs> have there been any more discussed... At least, uh, for example, maybe uh, minefields that you can lay down. And if so, would you be able to tell us some of the discussed possibilities? So th- these aren't on the record necessarily, but can you throw out any ideas that you guys have had, Garth? Uh, yeah, I can confirm it. We're still looking at them. And I will throw out my idea, which I'm super proud of, which is the old style of, uh, you remember the Predator Heat Vision? As a module. I really, really want it back. So I, I've been demanding that as a module. So go on forums and her- insist alongside me. No, speaking yes, of, sound effects. Speaking of priorities and, and stuff like that and modules, what do you think about priority and you know what players expect and what developers are doing? Um, well, different people all expect different things, and you can never please everyone, so you try and please as many as you can and sort of cue things that way. It also is availability. Like, when something is done, it's obviously easier to put in than when it isn't. So it, it often has happens in terms of these each get two weeks assigned to them. One is done early, it goes in sooner. So it's often somewhat random. Are you glad you're not the person picking priorities? Yes. <laughs> yes. What would you pick? I don't know. Yeah, if you had the, hmm. the choice, if Russ came up to you and said, right now, what do you want in the next patch, what would you say? The Cicada 3G. Oh, you want and those jump jets, don't you? Yes, I want jump jets on my Cicada. That's uh, just dangerous. I was going to say Timberwolf, but maybe I said too much to ask. No. Well, we know that about you. Next question is from Pun Pusher. He says, this question is more on behalf of others. 
and may have been asked recently, but it sounds like the quad AC2 heat bug is still around. Is that bug soon to be fixed? Also, will we be getting an assault or some other second mech with the upcoming presumably heavy in September before the Project Phoenix mechs? Um, I'm not sure why the AC bug is still there, because it wasn't. I'll have to ask someone about that. And sorry, what was the second part? Okay, so you don't know the status of the AC2 bug, whether yeah, it's still in? Yeah, as far as I knew, that was gone. So, not, sorry, second part? Okay, uh, second part is... Will they begin? Will we be getting an assault mech or some other second mech with the upcoming? And he's presuming a heavy mech release in September before we get the Project Phoenix mechs in October. Uh, they'll come somewhat close together. So, like the thing we've been doing already will continue, and then on top of that, there will be Phoenix mechs. So it's, they're not replacing. Now, someone in the audience was saying that uh, the reason the AC2s still have an issue is even though the um, it was changed like what point zero two fast yeah. fire. Uh, they were saying something about fast fire, so AC2s um, still have the issue, like with four. I noticed that uh, actually yesterday. Now the question is, I'll, I'll have is, to ask. Yeah, has anybody reported it? So has anybody reported? And if it hasn't been reported, then we definitely want to report that. So, I mean, I know uh, someone was talking about that over at Reddit. So I'm pretty sure I saw a thread as well with that in the title yesterday. So I think it's known, or at least becoming known. The next question is from Ferex. He says, I honestly think that third-person view wasn't ready for the live production server, as there were many things that needed to be worked on, like the fact that third-person view is so much harder to play in than first-person view. However, PGI assured first-person view players that they would not have to play against third-person view players. So, why wasn't the first-person view only cues not implemented when third-person view was implemented? How how about this? Because we're going to be talking about this whole thing and basically exactly what let's ferrix we're going to be answering this when we talk about the mwo section so let's go ahead and, and move to the next one because we're basically going to be talking about it i don't want to double up on it so the next question is from grimer he says hit registration turns to hit frustration for me sometimes he said seriously i understand latency issues when i can't hit a dancing light mech like a spider but a still standing or standing still atlas just tell me it will be okay soon. Now, I haven't had this problem myself as far as hitting a standing still atlas, but uh, maybe others have. You also have a n- nice-ass upload and download speed, mm-hmm. too. So that does help. Um, now, Garth, hit detection, host everyone. We've asked you this multiple times on every show. I know it's something you guys are working on. Um, hmm. I know the spider... I have work on... I have news for that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it's, not, it's not done, but on Friday we tested um, tweaks to it. And it was much better. It's not perfect, but I mean, we were we were literally using Gauss rifles to shoot legs off spiders, and we were even throwing in like worst lag possible. Guy has 500, and he was getting 500, 100, 500, 100. We were still able to hit him, so it was a lot nice. better. It's not done though. We did sort of crash at one point. Well, you get a timeline on there. Can can I bring up the spider just real quick? Because I've I've talked to a few people. I've been frustrated by trying to hit him, but I also think that it's not just one issue. I think there's a few underlying things. One, it's a fast mech. It's a very slim profile, right? And then on top of that, obviously, that makes the hit boxes smaller. I mean, those honest truths, that's what it is as far as that. It's a small mech. It moves fast. It can turn on a dime, right? It's very agile. And then on top of that, you've got, you know, host everyone issues um, that is exacerbated by, you know, mechs running really quick. Or, and or, on top of that, what if someone has a really high ping, you know, and it's just on top of that. So that all being said, I feel like it's not just one thing. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Like, well, Phil, I, I, 
you said that I have uh, basically a good internet connection, and that's why I'm not dealing with these issues. But I mean, and I have no idea on this. So tell me, um, should somebody with a shitty internet connection and really bad ping be able to play just like I do? Theoretically, I, I think what it comes down to is to what extent does someone in their internet affect gameplay? Like there, there has to be, there, there's a set limit. Like, and that's I would that's assume a of, lot because it's an that's internet out game. Of the control that's out of the control is. D- the developers at that point in time they can only i mean like that's any game i mean it doesn't matter what we're talking right. about whether it's okay so has anybody else then had the problem of hitting a uh, an atlas that's standing still i just want to see if people are if this is... i i've noticed a few times a shot uh, specifically like a um uh, ac20 my bj1 that i've noticed hits not registering sometimes now I don't notice it as much with lasers, and I think that's because, you know, it's a beam. It has a duration, you know, hold on target. I'm doing damage, like, right, it moves around, so I see damage. But I have seen shots hit, but not registered. Now, I don't know if that's a host hit rewind. I don't know if it's on my end, his end, server end. And and obviously, you know, I can say, well, it, it hit on my end, but that may or may not be true. So... Like, I'm not saying it's the individual, I'm not saying it's the server, but it definitely, there's host state rewind issues, but you add, you know, the layers on the cake, and I think it just makes it worse. So, you know, um, you know, hitboxes and being small, it's a small mech, it's really quick. It is what it is, I guess, you know, you're always going to, it's always going to be harder to hit. Now, I know there's a lot of players out there like, well, you know, I'm a really good pilot, I always say what I hit, I, I get it. Like, in those cases... But, uh, you know, it is supposed to be fast, it is supposed to be nimble, and out of all of the light mechs, the only really one people complain about right now is the spider. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. I Now, I've had issues with other light mechs as well. I had, and this was on the stream, um, I shot a, a Jenner that was jump jetting over me. I hit him with SRMs. I hit on my end. I hit with all, like, 18 of them. He was jump jetting right over me. No damage. No, no even damage, like, flicker on him. So there is host state rewind issues, but again, I don't know if that's my end, their end, or what. So, and with lasers, we may not. It may look like okay, I'm hitting him. I can see the flashing or whatever, but maybe we're missing some of the damage of the lasers or something, and we don't know it. I mean, it's it's not just an easy well flip a switch and you know, bah, you know. I think CryEngine just in general has always been sort of shoddy when it comes to the uh, net code. I mean, Garth, you guys have pretty much had to write like all new code for it yep pretty much because i think cryengine 3 utilizes um basically localized like on your um system but obviously that's not a good for cheat and protection and stuff like that so client detection hit client detection uh we're gonna move into we've got a few things before we get into third person view but uh mecha online the taking the ultimate cash cards now uh what does this mean uh garth can you comment on this the cash cards I cannot comment on it because I just learned about it too. <laughs> like in the last 15 seconds? What no, it means for me. earlier today, but I haven't had a chance to find out when we instituted that. Because it's more on the side of the actual selling of and making of money, which I'm not directly in contact with. What it means for me is gifting. It's the first yes. stage of being able to gift people I'm thinking items. I'm thinking we should give stuff away. Yeah. When I saw this, I was thinking giveaways, but I also was thinking of, um, I remember Brian specifically said that the UI 2.0 will allow them to be able to give stuff in-game to the players. Stuff like MC, stuff like C-Bill, stuff like items, 
that right now they weren't able to do like anyway so that's what i look at it is like um when there's tournaments or when there's anything like that you know weekend tournaments or you know something you know value that they can just give these you know items to people out there and then all on top of that you know like hey we want to you know it's your birthday here's you know blah 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 15 bucks or something like that so all right so definitely garth can you look into that for us uh, just as far as the whole you know cash cards and gifting and you stuff can like gift that? things with them sort of sideways well can you find out more information like what 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 are we assuming the more information is i'm just curious because it yeah. seems to me to be yeah, super garth, simple you tell us what it is no, I'm just, can you inquire a little bit about the, you know, this gifting system? Is this going to lead to something, you know, else? What are, you know, possibly what other items or features are going to be, a, you know, part of this? Or is it just, hey, here's a card and that's, it is what it is. That's all I'm asking. Uh, I was under the impression it was just another way of, you know, buying and so on. But you can gift as a side effect. Okay. All right. So patch Tuesday, yesterday hasn't even been. Here we go. Eight hours. No. Um <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and jump into a few things. Obviously, we have the Kentaro, the Seabill versions are out. Now, I know a lot of people were asking me yesterday during the Twitch um, if I owned any. I have two. Um, I'm not utilizing the Kentaros until the hip uh, box fix comes in. And they've recognized that. They said, what, beginning of September, possibly? Third. Third of September. So me personally, um, when I was playing with it, I was pretty much getting hit in the CT all the time. So I'm holding off on it. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, Darren, you've utilized the uh, the the boy a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, I was, I was testing out the streak SRMs with it too, and basically my bottom line with it is it's a, it's going to be a pretty decent brawler. With the XL360, you can go 106 without the speed tweak. Uh, you can run in, lay some damage down, and get out uh, usually before anybody gets you. Uh, but if you do become a focus fire, you go down pretty quick if you're not able to get to cover or whatever. I thought it was a fine mech. I mean, you know, people are saying, why is it different from a quick draw? Why is it different from this or that? I don't know all the nuances, but I do think it will make a pretty viable brawler, especially when the uh, hitboxes are fixed. Brandon, um, have you used this? The Golden Boy? Or any of oh, the just in general. Just, just control. Um, definitely, when I was running in the Golden Boy, I haven't bought any of the new Kentaros yet. Uh, when I was running Golden Boy, though, uh, the biggest problem I had was getting CT cord pretty easily. Um, I found myself sticking to the back of most mech bumpings and then being basically opportunity and then moving in, striking, and then getting out. That's about it. I was going to say, it falls into that category just like we were talking about. It's um, fast, it's going to be able to hit hard, it's going to be able to take a little bit of damage and be able to get out. Now, it doesn't have jump jets, and I feel like that's, uh, you know, uh, maneuverability and agility factor that it doesn't have. But it also doesn't have a ballistic, so it's sort of limited to, you know, energy missile just across the board. But um, I still feel that uh, that's where the Shadowhawk, and we'll talk about that later. Uh, but the Seabelt versions are out. I know a lot of people have been using them. I've seen them across the board. I have not found a favorite yet because I haven't utilized them really yet. So I will be waiting for September 3rd. Now, the cosmetics, the virus skin, which I had no freaking idea was in the game. <laughs> I totally <laughs> you missed were it. informed? Yeah, dude, I totally missed it. Like, I read the entire patch notes, and then I missed the line of the virus uh, skin. Now, some people are like, oh, my God, this, this thing's hideous and stuff. I think it all just depends on taste. Um, it's not my cup of tea, but it looked cool. I mean, it, it was it was different. Um, hey, man, I've seen what color you paint your mechs. Somebody said it looks like a brain. I kind of agree. see that. Uh, so you if you just... want your mech to look intelligent, no. <laughs> what kind of virus? I was thinking it was like I don't know, STD, Cloud. obviously. 
god. I don't know. Uh, and also, um, we had the Terra Therma. The lava's hot, hotter, and it was more dangerous. Now, can I can I branch off here? How do you guys feel that about if you actually stay in lava, that it will shut you down? Like, would you guys be opposed to that? Do you think that's nope. too harsh? It's lava. No. It should be melting your legs off. I think it should be actually doing uh, structural damage to your max legs, but that's me. I don't know, man. The latest Star Trek movie, Spock was standing like 10 <laughs> feet away from the lava and it didn't do anything to him. So yeah, I don't that know. Was comedy yeah, that's that. Lost Tech. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, uh, I know in Living Legends, uh, you dropped um, on uh, the lava uh, map. Uh, it rose your heat quite a bit and it didn't stop. And the one thing I feel like is there has to be con- uh, you know, like context of I shouldn't be able to drop down in the caldera and be able to walk out of it like or at least not i mean you know what i'm saying like and the heat goes to 90 and then it just stops i, I just feel like me personally hey make it a consequence people will learn really quick it's like playing freaking you know that's Mega the worst Man. way to teach someone ever though like no ever. it is no it is no it really gameplay. is hey you're new and you fell into the pit because your ping is bad die now wait 10 minutes and do it again <laughs> no i don't like that at all you wouldn't no? do it again and you would know i mean garth that's that's the basic form of teaching someone i mean look at gameplay like mario or something you didn't realize you know you couldn't take a, a shot until you died or mario when you fell down but you realize once you did it and you it's like it's like basic gameplay mechanics teaching a player like it's it's you're not yeah, but when yeah. you did it in Mario, three seconds later, you were playing again. It's not like, well, you're screwed this round, go figure it out again. <laughs> I yeah, see what but... you're saying, Garth, but I tend to agree, and, and maybe it's the old grumpiness in me or whatever, but I like consequences, and I, I would like to see oh, uh, increased... I'm consequences. I don't like the idea of it being a death sentence if you're not fast enough. I just And I'm a yeah. pilot of something that goes max speed, but I just think it would be totally ridiculous if you fell in there and you know you're, I don't know, Victor or something, and you're like, oh, well, I'm screwed, and just you can't do anything because you can't possibly make it out. Yeah. If, I, I, if, you, I, if you, well, okay, let's 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 be clear on this. If I drop down, in the, if I stand in lava, like, let's say on one of the runoffs, and I stand in it, and I sit still, right? Now, right now, you have a gradual heat buildup, and it gets to 90, and it stops. I feel, if you stand in it long enough, it should force you to shut down. I'm not saying you drop into the caldera and you instantly, boom, die. What well, I'm if it shuts is, you down, how do you unshut down? It's still adding heat. You so don't. You'd still be over. Well, then what the hell happens? You just sit there. Yeah, or you die. I mean, that's, that's the, the thing. dumbest idea ever. Come on, the how's, guy falls in and he sits there and he's not dead, but he's in the state of not Look, living. Look, all I'm saying, like, come on, is it isn't dumb. You know, if 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 you had a system to be able to teach people, hey, I'm not saying like right now the heat buildup is quite quick, right? You could tone that down. A little bit and just say hey right. it just keeps building up keep building up warning hey you're about to shut down but then you may I'm... as well just kill them at that point in fact it would be more merciful because otherwise they're sitting there in the lava they're shut down no one can see them and then at the end of the game where is the last guy oh he's shut down in the middle of the thing because he can't get out like oh that would be awful to do. that's kind of mean okay. Okay. really i think i sit in there two minutes I don't, I, look, seriously I'm, guys I'm come on I don't think it's a dumb idea. I, I think it's sort of... Uh, no, I don't think it's dumb. I think what I'm trying to say is have discussion on... Like right now, you can stand in it, and it really, that's all it does is heat. There should be damage. You should have internal stuff like that. I mean, basically right now is the only negative thing. Like as a light, 
and I've seen this, as light assaults, mediums jump down there, they can run around in there, and as long as they're not firing and pushing the limits, there's no issues. But it's just like, well, really. If you go stand in the lava, it does damage the legs. How how quickly does it damage, and does it go all the way? I've it will never, eventually. I've Has never anybody tried? Mech. I've never yes. seen a mech, like, leg itself or anything like that. Well, that's what well, I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah, does it eventually leg yeah. you? Okay. Yes, it does. Here's the thing. My problem is it not that standing in lava driver. does damage or shuts you down. And people are saying, well, if you step in lava, you're an idiot. What I'm saying is, what if you accidentally fall in? It's If you have really shitty ping, that's entirely possible that this might happen. So then what you're saying at this point is, sucks to be you. Don't go near the center ever because you might fall in and then no, be stuck for the rest of your Yeah, you guys no. do. Don't live in Australia. No, and I'm not saying that. You're taking my the words incorrectly. I mean, you got to look at it. You have multiple ways to get out of the caldera. And if you fall down, you actually have like four different, five different ways, right? You can either go up the little ramp that's fallen down, or you can just go out onto the rocks on the side and walk out through one of the things. It's what I'm saying isn't preposterous. It isn't dumb at all. What I'm saying is like, you can still have those things in there and look at that. That's, that's all I'm proposing as far as to me, it's just, it's sort of like, okay, I'm in a mech. Heat is an issue. I can shut down from frying lasers, but I can sit in lava and it never shuts me down. Um, it's just, I can understand someone, and this has been discussed quite a bit. There's people on this channel that even, you know, some are for it, some are against it. Totally understand. What I'm saying is like, is the lava right now where it needs to be as far as for that particular map? Or I think is it's everyone a pretty with it? fringe issue considering. Well, we're just talking about it, you know, well, in general. <clears throat> And and I and I I guess I have some kind of disconnect here because and I, I totally understand where you're coming from, Garth. But you were saying if somebody has really shitty ping, and maybe this is different when we get uh, servers in other countries and locations or whatever. But this is a multiplayer online game, isn't it? Just understood that if you have shitty ping, you're going to have a shitty experience. And can the game? Can you be saying? the game experience needs to be the same for everybody, people with great ping and people with really shitty ping. Isn't it? Isn't that not the case? Am I just not well, getting this? I, what I'm saying is, I don't want it to be a death sentence. It already sucks to fall in the lava. No one's like, yeah, here I am. This is the best ever. It's, oh God, why well, I gotta get out of here. I've never so, felt, oh my God, yeah. I just dropped in the lava. The only thing would be if someone's firing at me. That, that I've never, I don't fear the lava. Now, I'm not well, fearing, if you're under like, fire, sure. No, I'm not saying fear it like like you were insinuating like you die instantly like it's an ultimate death sentence no you can run to the edge if you move around what i'm saying is like i should fear standing in lava for long periods of time and i just don't i mean like right now i'm like oh it's just it might as well just be water or you know mud puddle i mean for what it's doing i mean it doesn't it's it's there's no context so, for me worrying about it ultimately it probably in your opinion phil went in a good direction in other words it's hotter and more damage but you'd like to see it maybe pushed a little bit further yeah, I mean, like, in 90, it just stops at 90. Like, I, I get it. Like, it's you don't want to punish the player too severely without letting them understand, like, oh, well, I, maybe I shouldn't be standing in here. But maybe, you know... wouldn't understand that, though? I think yeah. don't know what volcanoes do. I can't actually fire a wall in the lava, so just saying. Yeah, I mean, my fear is that I'm not going to get the kill. When I fall in the lava, that's my fear. I'm usually chasing somebody, and I'm thinking, shit, I'm not going to get this kill because if I fire, you know, X amount of times, I'm not going to be able to fire anymore because of heat issues. But I don't fear dying from the lava. So maybe it just needs to be increased a little bit more, and, and maybe that'll happen. Yeah, most definitely. And it's always okay to have discussion, and I think that's the nice thing about, you know, this all is just having adult discussions. You know, he has his opinion, I have my opinion, you have your opinion. 
and ultimately it's just having a discussion. I'm sorry I called your opinion dumb, Phil. It's all right. <laughs> Shake hands, no, make up. All right, so the next thing on the list, and this is actually something that Garth was uh, sort of responsible. He says he's not, but, you know, I'm just going to pin it on him, is the media mech tuning and all the changes. From a media mech pilot standpoint, I salute you, and I thank you for helping push this behind the scenes. Um, me personally, I like it. Um, Darren, what are your thoughts so far? Mm, I really haven't noticed. I mean, on on paper, I think it's great. Um, there have been times where I've wanted a little bit more flexibility in my hunchback or whatever, but uh, it's not something I've noticed yet. Brandon? The media mech tuning? I've actually really enjoyed some of the changes made to them, uh, mainly the hunchback. Specifically, I mean, are you talking about the engine? Or are you talking the about engine just... increase? By far. Oh, yeah. So much more fun. I mean, you don't get to carry as big of a payload, but just zooming around faster feels really good. I think for the most part, the thing that I've, uh, you know, I really enjoy about it is it gives the agility to the mediums. Like now with uh, the Blackjack, you know, I'm able to torso twist really damn quick. And I would almost say it's almost too quick watching Garth and his cicada. Uh, But it does help, you know, when you're talking, if you're running you know, circle of death with someone or you're trying to maneuver and going from one left uh, to right. And then obviously the big thing that I've noticed is the pitch angle up and down um, was severely limited on a lot of the mediums and was definitely improved with yesterday's patch. And to me, that was the biggest thing. Yeah. The hunchback, the 275 engine, I feel like some people are like, Oh, well it doesn't really help the hunchback. And I say, well, it gives them more options. And Garth, me and you were talking about this, right? Like if you want an AC 20, you got to go with the standard. But pretty much any other ballistic weapon, uh, at least one of them, you can run with an XL and go even faster. So you can throw on an XL-275 and have some heavier hitting op- uh, you know, options there. And the way I look at it is it's just more options, so there's no downside to it. That's that's me personally. And to be honest, I, I like that, the fact that here's a medium mech. And you can go either left with it or you can go right. You can, you know, take something with a standard and you may be a little bit slower as far as like, um, you know, if you take an AC-20, but you can also take some faster and, you know. I've been hearing a lot of complaints about just the medium mech in general and that they don't have a, uh, as strong a place as maybe other mechs do right now. Did this change it at all? Did this Was this a step in the right direction? Does it need more steps? Do, do you guys agree with that as far as mediums aren't uh, viable right now? Speak specifically regarding random battles and, you know, uh, 12v12s or whatever. What Do you know what I would honestly think would make um, mediums and lights maybe get a little bit more love? Ad- adjust the values based off your mech weight. So if you take a assault mech, you'd probably earn less. But if you take a medium mech, you earn a bit more. But don't make it like a re an R and R, but rather have an like an inflated Well um, let's, let's not like talk hazard about bay that. or something? Yeah. I I don't think uh, I think what he's asking is why do people say mediums don't really have a place on the battlefield right now, whether in mm-hmm. club matches or twelve V twelve and I've always disagreed with this statement just because I run them all the time. I see them all the time. But that being said, what I think a lot of people are hinting towards is like a lot of people that are saying these things are also people that play competitive or 12v12. Totally understand. Like there may be fits in particular setups with assault and in mediums um, that are assault and heavies that just rule the battlefield because there's no really uh, there's no rules. Right. It's just basically win or lose. You know, and so I feel like mediums in random battles have a very good purpose i do really well i see a lot of people do really well in them i just feel that like the context when someone says mediums don't have a place in 12v12 right now 
it's because there's no context of like there's no weight limits there's no you know restrictions there's very limited rules and that's that's not a bad thing but i, I just feel like the game like when someone says mediums aren't i just feel like that it needs more context i feel like they're still good they're still viable um yeah, you know. reading the con- comments, I mean, there's plenty of people in there that are saying I run mediums all the time, and so don't tell me they're not a brawling mech, I brawl with them, et cetera, et cetera. I think it is perspective, context. Um, I do agree that probably in the random battles, there's more, they're more viable because there's the whole rock, paper, scissors, and, and what team you get on, and if you have teammates, et cetera, uh, a lot of variables that can affect whether or not you do well. And I agree that probably in the 12v12s, it's always going to be, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a different picture. And until that is you know, more a part of the game than... Well, different game modes. Maybe, yep. uh, obviously, weight restrictions, what they've talked weight about. Weight restrictions is huge. I, I think that will make a lot of mechs more viable. Well, I think it's also players. Like, when we drop, even when we're playing off-stream, we're usually a mixed bunch. We usually, you know, like, we'll have, you know, um, Garth will be running a Cicada, I'll take a Hunchback or Centurion or maybe a Heavy... Um, you know, you run pretty much heavies and mediums as well. You don't run as many as assaults uh, unless you're leveling up. So, like, I've all have a mixed lance, even when I'm just randomly, you know, dropping. So, you know, us as players, we determine. Now, as far as twelve v twelve, you know, I have no idea because obviously there are strategies that are like, hey, this, you know, is the way you do it with this particular map or with this particular setting. But I think just with more context, it would definitely improve uh, how those things are as far as mechs and how they're used. All right, so obviously another thing to talk about is third-person view. Um, dun, this, dun, dun. This, this is a big one. So um, I think what how we should tackle this is look at, okay, so they came out with third-person view on the testing servers, uh, on the public test server, um, you know, two weeks. It's been two weeks, actually. Ago. Wow, two, three weeks ago. Now, it came out, and a lot of people are concerned, valid concerns across the board, totally understand it. Some, there was a little bit of hysteria. There are some minorities that just, oh, it's the end of the world. Um, but there are a lot of valid concerns out there, third person and first person, and specifically the perspective does give you an advantage and stuff like that. So when this came out on the public test server, a lot of people were like, oh, well, the way they implement it really isn't that bad. I mean, like, I was expecting something, and that's not what it turned out to be. So, okay, good to go. Like, I'm not, um, you know, as long as even we have an option to only play in a first person match. So come Tuesday, yesterday, um, patch comes out, third person's in, and there's no option to basically... There's no queue. There's no first person only, and there's no third person. Hardcore mode. Yes. So, from what I've gathered, and this is reading on MWO forums, on NGNG forums, or Reddit, Facebook, is, for the most part, the majority of people are like, hey, totally get it, I enjoy third person, but we were told we would never have to be forced to play in third person if we didn't want to. Um, and right now you can't now, obviously disclaimer, you know, Brian, you know, came back and said, Hey, we didn't think it, you know, we felt like it didn't give you really an advantage. And right now, because of development, uh, we're just leaving it in there and, you know, you'll have, or possibly have that option in the future. Um, so a lot of people's concerns are one, will this end up being just sort of the norm? I think that's probably the, the the biggest issue I've seen is a lot of people are afraid that the this first and third person mixed you know a camera perspective will become the norm, um, and I think that's the number one issue on people's uh, you know plates. Now that being said, Brian has stated in the past that there will be separate cues. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I mean, obviously he 
you know, he stated there will be separate queues with his latest post. They, he said he was looking into it. I mean, Garth, um, this has obviously always been a big talking point. Uh, do you want to? And all my decision too. <laughs> yes, of course. You, you are everything that's wrong with this game, God. Everybody, aim your weapons. No, fire. I'm serious. Like, uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on this? Do you want to talk a little bit about it? Um, no, but I will. <laughs> Feel free well, to talk about it. Garth, what is, what is your, without talking about uh, the company position or Brian or any of that stuff, what is your personal perspective, feeling, and viewpoint on third-person view and how it's been implemented and, and, you know, its role in the game and so forth? Well, um, as it was explained to me, and again, I don't actually have anything to do with this. You can still get mad at me. I'm just pointing out that it is to no end. Um, the idea here was we put third-person in and we're like, oh, you know, okay, so people aren't going to like it. We'll put it in, we'll put these restrictions on it, and see what people think. And we put it in, and people went, wow, this is actually not very good. I don't actually want to do combat in this. And newer players are going, hey, I can actually tell where I'm moving now, and they did less of the walk into the wall, trying to aim at someone kind of thing. So in the end, it wasn't really giving any advantage. So the idea was, okay, we'll put it in with everyone, and we'll see how they break it, since we're still in beta. And given the feedback they get now, we'll decide... Do we keep going with the hardcore and normal mode? Do we integrate them? Do we separate them entirely? Do we have one mixed, one just first person? Do we assign first person to community warfare? There's a whole bunch of options we can do. So the idea now is see how it does in the live environment with everyone breaking it. And where, where do we go from there? Uh, personally, I've never liked third person in any game ever. I've always hated it. I avoided it at all costs. And when I saw it in this game, I was like, this is going to be terrible. It's going to be the worst thing ever. And then I played against it, and I was like, <laughs> here's the guy in third person. Shoot him in the back. And that's really... At this point, I don't see very many people using it. I see a few people using it. Um, we will observe sometimes and look around, and people are claiming it's much you know, worse than it is. I watch very few people are using it in comparison to how many people are saying that you have to use it now. And I mean, Paul hates it. Russ hated the uh, concept of third person. But once it went in, we were like, you know... It's not as big a deal as we thought it would be in terms of gameplay. So, at the end of the day, that's sort of where we stand. As I said, this may change. We may do a uh, hardcore mode normal. We may mix them. It depends really on how this all turns out. So, keep yelling at me, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Well, that will fix everything. Let's look at why a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people are, are chatting well, down there. I'm, yeah, I'm seeing that it, people saying well, it's against the spirit of MW well, no, or MechWarrior. It's the, uh, it's Mech Assault. Which title didn't, other than Mech Warrior One, have third person look, view? They all have. Mech Warrior has always had a third person view. That that's not uh, what the main concern down there in the chat is. This that you in third person can see over a ridge, around a corner, and so basically it's the same field of view. It's just on the outside of your mech. It's a different perspective. So that different perspective allows you more viewing of the battlefield. So. It's like knowledge of, uh, let's just say you didn't have seismic sensor, right? And you were walking forward, and there's a guy on the other side of the building that's using third-person view in his mech. He can see you coming, and you have no idea he is there. Now, he already has situational awareness. Let's just say he's on TeamSpeak 3 as well, or whatever type of communication device. He knows you're coming, and he can tell his buddies that. They're up on a ridge. They can also see him coming, and he doesn't see them because they can see him over the ridge. And he's just, let's just say, he's using first person. That's the big issue a lot of people are having is the fact that with a different perspective, it gives you game just 
almost like it gives you a, a one up on everything. Whether or not you can fire in third person and be as accurate isn't the case. It's more of just that information. It's like. Um, so are you saying it gives you an advantage? Yes. It, but doesn't, you your, in, doesn't the enemy have the exact same advantage so you're on level playing field still? No, because if that particular person is in first person, then he won it. And that's the, that's the case is basically what people are saying is I want first person only. And right now it's first person and third person. And this is exactly why I didn't want the mix. Like I, that's what they're saying is like, that's why we wanted separate cues. I don't want to have to worry about that information. Um, well, I agree know, with that. I want that experience. I want that first person, uh, sort of simulated experience that we don't have this. And that's what hardcore mode will be. Yes. But you just saw what Brian said and you just basically heard Garth, uh, reiterate it was basically saying, that may not be the case, you know, that may be a company decision or maybe the numbers, the large majority of people you know, are using both and, you know, uh, us being the minority or particular people that don't really want it. And you see what I'm saying is like, that's, that's where the fear is, is what happens if, you know, they just leave it how it is and say, Hey, there's, you know, I mean, it, you know, Laura, uh, Brandon, do you have a point of view on this? I have always had an opposition to third-person view since way back MechWarrior 3. So I was I always stood by the whole mentioning of there will be separate queues that if I don't want to play against someone in third person, I would never have to. Um, so there is legitimate concern now from me that that might not happen. Laura? Personally, I much prefer first-person view. There has not been, however, a MechWarrior title without it. But... The communication from PGI on this particular issue has been, well, not just this issue, but on a number of issues, has been a little bit inconsistent. And I think more attention needs to be paid to that. Granted, with respect to the third-person issue, we're not really going to know how people are going to like fully exploit it and whether or not it's fully exploitable until we've been playing it for a little bit. And right now, we've been playing it for two days and a public test session, so it's going to take a bit. Understood. You want to. You basically want to collect that information, a lot of analytical information, before making just rash decisions to make changes. Yeah, Poor Garth totally is. Garth is getting the heat. Garth is the law. Yep. <laughs> Judge that over here. No, it, this is a the huge topic, guys, and and you know everyone again has their opinions, has their so thoughts, and that's what we're here for. Obviously, you know you a lot of people out there are saying like, hey, like this. We were told. You know, this would never happen. Now it's happening. Now, I guess the one sliver of thing is <laughs> this is still beta. It hasn't launched yet. So obviously you expect changes and, and you know, stuff going on. Um, but as far as, like, uh, people out there that are like, oh, MechWare simulator experience, there is no third person. Every MechWare has had a third person. I used third person extensively in MechWare 2 playing as a, you know, teenager. MechWare 3, I played in third person all the time. And, and MechWare 4 a lot of the leagues I played in were only first person only. And so like you had to, it was a setting. So as far as like concern of will MechWare Online be a first person only experience in like community warfare, I think it's a valid question. And a lot of people would like to know the answer to that. And obviously it's been stated in the past, i.e. I think Brian's saying or Russ saying like community warfare will only be first person. Has that changed, you know, or is that, you know, wavering and, uh, you know, uh, going from there. And I think another thing to talk about as well with third person is the initial uh, thought on third person from what I got was it was sort of like a tool to help people 
learn how to move and, and maneuver, right? Garth, you said it a minute ago as well that uh, it's been implemented to, to help new player experience, spatial awareness. Uh, totally understand. That's actually one of the biggest things when I talk to new players. That being said, like with the current camera, when you switch to uh, third-person view, not all mechs you can see their pelvis or legs, so that's a hindrance. But I feel like, what is third-person? If it's supposed to just be a game mode to where people who want to play third-person can, and then those who don't, they can play in first-person. If that's the case, if third-person is just supposed to be a preference, whether or not it's a demographic, let's just say... uh, different countries like third person view if that's the case and you want to please those people i would just say just be honest about it and be like hey you'll have separate cues first person third person and let them be as accurate as they want as far as uh the the reticle not having the snapping issue and let them have the the uh, you know the full experience of like being inside the cockpit and but in third person as long as it's separate i'd almost feel like i don't really care if they're as accurate as not i'll be playing in first person but uh you know that's just my thoughts i mean Anybody else? Or is this run its course? Mm, I don't know. I'm just trying to decide if I want to say what's on my mind or hold it in. <laughs> um, I mean, I think there's a lot of the sky is falling going on here. Uh, and I think a lot of what we're angry about isn't fleshed out yet. We don't know whether the hardcore mode is going to be in there. We're hoping it is, obviously. I mean, everybody here prefers first person. Uh, each one of us has said that. But I guess I'm just not panicking yet. And uh, I'm ready to wait and see what happens. You know, I do want the ability to go to hardcore mode if I want to. And I want the ability to do uh, community warfare in first person. So hopefully that's what happens. Well, there's a lot of comments like, oh, they have three weeks to unscrew the game. I don't think the game's screwed. So that statement's sort of... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of statements that people are making where I just want to say, you know, where are you getting these facts from? I think a lot of people... Uh, consider their ass uh, as as fact because uh, I see a lot of stuff being pulled out of people's asses. But you know, I, I just I understand concern, I understand uh, anger, um, but I just can't get as worked up as some of these people are about a game. Yeah, most definitely. And like I said, that I'm jumping off a bridge right after this because I lost the game. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Dude, can you be a little bit more creative than that? I mean, God, that's really casual. <laughs> but I mean, there are topics to discuss here, and there's nothing wrong with discussing them. The issue I have is people are being very, very cynical and like very rude. I mean, you know, there's uh, you know people in this particular chat, one in particular that you know felt it was necessary to attack someone, uh, you know, on a Twitch stream. You know, that's that's not acceptable, and I'm not going to put up with the behavior. And that's what I have an issue with. I have no problem with like different mm-hmm. opinions and stuff like that. But I'm right. That, that's cross that line no and you know it's funny because um there was someone who was like uh darren's enough worrying about political correctness it's not about political correctness it's about me i'm not gonna uh, grill garth over how you feel it's how i feel and i'm gonna talk to garth like a human being i'm gonna talk to anybody like a human being i'm gonna talk to you exactly how if you were sitting at a pub and we were drinking a beer that's how i'm gonna talk to you and if if you can't go about having an adult conversation uh, and you know, in dull manner, then, well, you know that that's what I have an issue with. Is a lot of people in this community are just just being like, like fanatically crazy. And if you're gonna hold, well, I'm not gonna play this game over the developer's head. Hey, kudos, don't play the game anymore. But don't give them an ultimatum. I mean, ultimatums don't work. I mean, it, it's just 
it's, it's not right. You don't control the development of the game. I don't control the development of the game. But that's not saying that PGI shouldn't ask you guys and shouldn't ask the community for advice on a, a particular topic here or let's say balancing issues for like weapons and stuff. I think that's a great resource they can utilize. But like the core development in the game, I think has to be sturdy and concrete. And, you know, especially Paul has to go in a direction and he's got a wider view. And sometimes I feel like a lot of people just have a very limited and narrow view of things. There's people that I don't understand, you know, and big surprise, right? Um, When, like, I I totally agree. Constructive criticism, uh, you know, discussions like an adult, like we're doing here, uh, without hate comments or, you know, threatened violence or whatever. I think that's the way to go. You just talk about these things and be calm and be rational. But what I don't understand is the people, and I'm not tr- trying to tell anybody to leave MWO, uh, you know, certainly I want the game to succeed. But for example, when I was done with Planet Side 2, when I realized it wasn't the game for me, I just walked away. I didn't sit on their forums for three months telling everybody I was going to leave. I didn't go to whatever podcasts or video casts were going on and tell everybody how the game is dead and if they don't do exactly what I say I'm going to leave. I just don't get that, you know? Well, if, it, you're, if you're done, there's, then be there's done. A statement, there's a statement by Voskarani just said, internet hate is not real hate. And yeah, I'm bullshit. sorry, but you are totally off base there, man. I will not agree with you and I do not agree completely wholeheartedly. Um, if that's your opinion, cool, but I do not agree with it. And I think we're starting to see, and I know we're totally off topic here, it is what it is, but I think it needs to be said. This community, right, these people that are doing this, the, these people that are going, um, you know, and being and acting like this, your behavior, that is what destroys communities. I'm not saying you can't have your opinion. I'm not saying you can't discuss it. But as soon as you cross that line, no, nah, not going to happen. I agree. It's, it's a big topic. I know a lot of people. Look, I'm right there. I went first person. Am I up in arms about third person view? No. My up in arms about Brian saying, hey, we're looking into it. You may have the option, you know, a little bit later. Um, you know, you're going to just have to wait. Hey, guess what? You're still in beta. It's technically still beta, right? If the, if it takes three weeks, so be it. Um, I'm not up in arms about it. And, you know, so I guess that's that's that. Uh, we've got uh, Project Phoenix. We've got the now with the unlocks. This is sort of like a Kickstarter. It's like a, a goals, right? It's like stretch goals. Um I like the idea. Um, I really wish, Garth, I'm not going to lie, that you guys did this with, like, the Founders packages. I feel like stretch goals, like, back then. Obviously, I know it was, like, sort of new in PGI. It was, like, the first time you guys had done that. But, like, I think stretch goals would have been freaking really, really cool back with the Founders uh, program. But we've got them with the Project Phoenix. I'm happy with that. Um, right now, I think the, it's it's right in the middle, basically, as the uh, in-cockpit items. Um, and then the third one is like a specific, uh, you know, um, paint pattern, a paint scheme, camo pattern. I approve of Project Phoenix. I'm thoroughly excited. Uh, Shadowhawk. Uh, Shadowhawk and uh, Shadowhawk. <laughs> uh, and also the variant. I'm sorry, what was that about a Battlemaster? Shadowhawk. Um, Battle- Thunderbolt. Now, this being said, now we know the variants, actual variants used. Um, I was actually sitting down with a, a pi- um, pilot from uh, DHB, and I was talking to him about the variants in the Locust and how, you know, will this be a, you know, a usable build in, in just regular pub play and competitive play and stuff like that. And it was just really interesting because there were some answers, you know, we didn't know, obviously, with community warfare and a lot of discussion. But we have the numbers, uh, and we, we know basically what what they're capable of doing so i'm really excited about that are you still garth is the locust still your favorite out of the 
I don't really have a favorite. None of them are the cicada. Nor the are the cicada G. None That's of all them are the bushwhacker. So yeah, nor the bushwhacker. Um, I'm torn between the locust and the shadowhawk. Or <laughs> the Orion. Yeah, Orion. The what? It's funny. It's funny looking. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it has a belt or something. That being said, are you going to convert from the cicada to, you know, like, let's just say... No. Um, it's not confirmed. The answer is no. <laughs> well, hold on. The shadow cat, basically 45 tons, can no. hit everything and can jump jet around? No? No? No. Mm-hmm. That's what you say now. Mm-hmm. I think he gets in one of those cockpits. He's going to be like, oh, yeah. No. He's going to fall in love with the fire moth? No, no. going to happen. Cicada's just gonna gather dust. That's yes. right, Gremlick Scat C. Scat C. Um, so, anyways, that information's out. Uh, it's actually interesting because, like, the Battlemaster was, as far as its loadouts, uh, hard points was the like the hardest mech to sort of like wrap your hand around, like what kind of build it's gonna be. You know, I think it'll be well mixed. I think all of them will be really mixed as far as the loadouts. But um, one thing to keep in mind, even though I'm really excited about the Shadowhawk, the reality of it is, too, is if I want to do, like, an AC-20 Shadowhawk, you have to run a standard engine. You know, so I feel like you're going to see a lot of different variants. Obviously, with the UAC-5 changes that just went in, I think you'll see a lot of UAC-5s um, in target round. But I'm looking forward to it. 55-tonner with jump jets, I'm there. Uh, we've got the MWO launch party that was announced, uh, and that's obviously in San Francisco. If you haven't uh, signed up, uh, I, let's just say it this way. It's sort of funny. Like, I'm, I'm amazed at the community sometimes, um, the backwardness sometimes. Like, they post up, hey, we're having the launch party in San Francisco. And you had people, like, all over the world be like, damn you for not having it here. And, like, there were, like, there was, like, legitimate concerns. Like, people were, like, really irritated that it wasn't happening in their country. And I'm like, holy Shit, crap. why are you doing it in San Francisco? Why can't you do it in Cleveland? That would be really convenient for me. <laughs> Fuck you. This is clearly Why can't you do it in England? Why can't you do it in Germany? Individual. Why can't you yeah. do it in Australia? Anyways, but to be on the positive side, I am thoroughly looking forward to this event. I'm I really wanted it on the guys. moon, and they shot me down. Oh, Fuck. Look, look you know what? You way. really need a contract with SpaceX. I... We'll be able to meet you, Darren, which will be really uber cool, man. Uh, I mean, we've yep, known yep. each other for like four years. Um, I'm going to get you totally drunk. It's going to be hilarious. And after, of course, <laughs> Wait a night. second now. Yeah, you're uh, going to give me $850 so I get a plane ticket and actually eat? And Garth is going to be there, and he's going to be drunk, too. And uh, there's going to be a ton of people that I get to meet uh, that uh, you know I've known and really you know great relationships with. And now I actually get to like... And then on top of that, I'm going to meet you guys out in, like out in the community. Like, that's... It is so cool, like, meeting other people and just be, like, putting a face to the name, you know, or to the voice. And um, so if you haven't uh, signed up to try to get in the, the tournament, do so. It's going to be freaking sweet. I'm looking forward to it. And then, of course, NGNGCon is the next day where, you know, some of you guys will be there as well. And, and, and of course, I get to meet Brandon. Brandon's coming down, too, from Canada. Hell, yeah. So I don't want to forget that. Sorry. Every single time I talk about it, I'm like, uh, I'll tell you, this is how big this September launch event is, too. Unbeknownst to me, even though I told her, my fiance and her mother had scheduled our engagement pictures for that week. So I had to, like, oh, say, sorry, you need to change the date. <laughs> oh. I was like, and I told oh, them. Oh, my I, God. I told... Priorities, Phil. Priorities. So that that's what happened. Like, I... I told her, I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to be gone from the 24th through the 29th. And then I went over to the house and she was like, oh, yeah, we're having our pictures on the on the 25th. And I was like, I'm not going to be here. Have fun. <laughs> 
Oh, jeez. So, it is what it is, I guess. But we got that fixed, so we're doing pictures in October. But anyways, launch party. I'm thoroughly excited. All right, so we've also got uh, Sarah's Jenner. Total amount, $121,000 raised for this plus, cancer charity. Plus, there's some more of that. The round is down. I took yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, like, 121000 I just want to say, you guys are awesome. Just... It's just great to be a part of a community that can do that kind of stuff. So I just want to say thank you to everyone out there. And, of course, I just want to say thank you to Sarah's father for sharing the story because, you know, it is it is a big deal. And, uh, you know, I know it's it's tough. So I just want to say thank you again to him. Um, we also have um, possibly uh, Island Metropolis uh, pitcher. And Brandon's about to post this. And perhaps on the test server tomorrow um and i don't know if there will be a play test i'm not tomorrow. actually sure there still will be we uh yeah. had some issues today that may cancel it so so possible heard, heard postponing first. it's broken. it might be postponed it's not like canceled it's just we might have to move it because i'm not sure we'll be able to fix the problems yet in time Good, right. you know so the picture of this the one thing i i will say is it's a urban island it looks like and it is actually quite large just going off that picture very very large i can see there's some type of like uh possibly a walkway through the uh mountainscape there and then there's i really don't want that to be a passageway right there because you know what will happen everyone will rush for that and no one will go the big long way i hope there's no pass there so everyone has to walk through the city well you got to remember too different game modes the map may play really well towards one and you know i mean that's what i like is the fact that each map depending on the game mode may play completely differently i'm okay with that like it's like 12v12 on forest colony and maybe a total like clusterfuck when it's going down but i like that i like the just craziness that occurs you know and a little bit slower paced on alpine and stuff um so that's just me so wait are we thinking that that's a tunnel or like a catwalk i think it's a tunnel I think there's two. It looks like there's two ways across the mountain there, either on some pipes or something like that, and through like a possible tunnel. Anyways, I'm looking forward to another map. That actually looks like a awesome bridge. Or no, that, you're right. It is pipes. Sorry, it looked like a bridge though. Can't we get better satellite photos in this? Come on. <laughs> it's the year 3050. Come on, jeez. Yay! It's like somebody mind. drew it in MS Paint. Jeez. And, of course, we also have a DirectX 11 test. It was supposed to be tomorrow, but like I said, it may not be happening. I'm actually looking forward to DirectX 11. Um, I'm looking forward to having SLI. That's I want to utilize my full card. I've, I've had this Your beast fancy for a while. Fancy pants card. Okay. Hey, whatever. Haters going to hate. Haters going to not have. Haters going to hate. Uh-huh. I want SLI and Crossfire. A lot of people want this just across the board. Just so many people want it. You know, I mean, they've got dual cards. It'll help performance, you know. So, um, yes, I want it. But I Indeed. don't know what that means. SLI means DirectX 11. I don't know. Um, I hope it does somewhere, but I, I just want I want it. DirectX hey, 11. we've got to say goodbye to Garth. Garth, we appreciate you being here, taking the beating Boy, you did. We love you, man. Yeah, man, we'll see you tomorrow. Later. I'm sorry for everything that is wrong in the world. No, I'll end not. world hunger soon, okay? Oh, Thank you, Garth. Well, let me know when you get on that, all right? Bye, guys. Hey, dude. Tomorrow. <laughs> hey, tomorrow, we're not going to have Darren on the Twitch event. Wink. What? <laughs> we're going to have they Ed win. and Nash again. Wink, oh, wink. Sweet. We can win? Yeah. Awesome. See you later, guys. I haven't, I haven't told Darren, though. See you, dude. Oh. <laughs> Bye.
All right, so the DirectX 11 may not be going down tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, uh, for those that don't know, um, DirectX 11, obviously, yes, you think graphically there's a huge difference, and there is, but the big thing is performance, and then they, what they can do is they can go back and they can basically up, upgrade a lot. You've got tessellation, uh, you've got a ton of other features, um, uh, you know, particle effects. I mean, just there's a ton of stuff, and obviously a lot of the latest cards support DirectX 11. Um, I think another cool thing would be if they offered like a 64-bit version of the game. I, you know, as far as performance and architecture, I don't know if it would be a hindrance or you know development time. You know, I'm, I'm not sure how big, but uh, you know, I definitely I like 64-bit uh, Windows. So you know, meh. All right, so we've got a few things. Um, there's the launch event facts that was sent out, and that's by Vitterby, an IGP uh, community uh, manager. And then we also have for those that didn't see. This is actually Brian's statement um, about the third-person view. And uh, like Garth was saying, that uh, third-person, the, the plans, and that they're looking at uh, rethinking the idea and offering a different solution that was addressed in a more of a community wish uh, list items. And that talking about separate, separate queues for first-person, third-person, which we talked about earlier. There was something by Paul that was posted, Brandon. Did you see this? Actually, it's in an archived version uh, using the Google snapshot or whatever because I think the website's still down. Okay, what's that about? It was uh, it was a response. It was posted right after Brian Ekman's statement. Okay, what does that have to do with? Uh... It was with the screenshot about the spider. It was right after Brian Ekman's statement about third person. The picture of the spider. Oh, Anyways, no. what they're basically this... talking about is the ray trace camera for uh, the ray trace for the camera is breaking through the particular spot in the geometry, and so, anyways, they're referring to a particular picture and a bug that happened. Now, I will say this: if you guys see any bugs, uh, if it has to do with like LODs or a graphic glitch, take a screenshot. All you have to hit is print screen, and it'll save it in your you know your user file in your um, in your MacWare installation and send it to them. They you know if there's something that you find that's weird send it to them um you know they're always looking for that input uh so make sure to do that or you know file a support ticket or something like that so help out with the cause we've got micro tactics we have get to know the devs the senior developer hugo um i'm probably gonna mess this up musas music uh, how do you pronounce that i don't know darren's not correcting me so he probably doesn't know i haven't seen that last name before uh i'm trying to think yeah i don't i don't i don't know Hugo Musaz. All right, and then also um, that started yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this on our Facebook. They're doing an open public test of MechWarrior Tactics. Obviously, they say it's still under NDA, so don't like put videos or screenshots and stuff like that. But they're letting anybody, and that's actually started yesterday, the twentieth through the twenty-third. So that started yesterday, and it was only posted on Facebook today, which I was a little disappointed with. I was like, you know, it's a full twenty-four hours that you know, um, so. Could have been a little bit better as far as their social uh, push, but uh, we posted up the information um, and we directed you right to the forum link. Anytime the link they posted takes you to like just the front of the website, and uh, even when you click on the little like on the front of the website that article, and then it just takes you to the forums. It doesn't take you to announce. I, I don't know what's up with their forums, <laughs> but uh, we gave you a link directly to it, so check it out. I know a lot of people um, have talked about it a ton about the art and the style or whatever um you know get in there give it a try and uh, obviously there's some you know beta keys and stuff hopefully it goes you know open beta soon i think that'd be really great obviously more coverage they had a husky 
did some videos, um, you know, recently uh, Husky against Sean, and then obviously uh, uh, TB and, and Joe played a while back as well. So make sure to go give it a try. It, you know, I understand some people want, you know, the hardcore, you know, my Timberwolf or my Catapult looks like this, and uh, you know, but hey, if you just look past that and you just look at the gameplay, if it's fun, if it's enjoyable, and stuff like that then make your decision so that's what i would definitely do is check it out then make a decision <laughs> we don't tend to say off, that don't just go off of the you know the forums the book cover you know the book cover right you know i don't know some book covers pretty bad but all right we also have the alpha strike preview for BattleTech the board game they're actually at gen con which was really cool i got some pictures from uh, p- people that went posted up one that was really cool it was uh one of our guy uh one of the guys rocking uh it was nick i think it was he was wearing the uh, Marauder shirt, and he was standing right in front of the Atlas and was shooting, and it was, like, shooting right through his head. It was a freaking cool-ass picture. And so, again, thank you, Nick, uh, for sending that in. But uh, a lot of people went to uh, Gen Con. I will say some people were asking if, like, me or you would be there, Darren. I was, like, telling them probably next year. Um, I mean, it's like a 12-hour drive for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so possibly next year me and Darren will be there. I think it would be really cool to go and, and sit down and play with those guys. But... Basically, what the Alpha Strike, uh, from my understanding, it's basically like quick rules to play the game a little bit quicker. And obviously, you know, a ton of people don't have a ton of time to play a full-length Battletech game, so sometimes you have to speed it up. So it's basically, it's sort of like the Battle Force rules, but in reverse. So instead of doing large-scale, you know, battles and making those a little bit quicker and easier to handle, it's taking the regular game and making it a little bit quicker to handle. So I wonder what we're going to be playing at NGNG Con. Yeah. Um, Which version? We've got Coffee Nail says it gives you one roll to hit. You hit, you do damage. No roll, which uh, uh, no rolling, which weapons hit where and etc. and stuff like that. So you know, it sort of reminds me. It's sort of like the, uh, and I know you guys are going to like this, but it sort of reminds me of sort of like the click system Dark Age did. Right? They were trying to simplify the whole system. Uh, yeah. Really, that's that's what they were trying to do to make it a little bit quicker, a little bit different presentation. So I know it's. Uh, I know people don't like the Dark Age stuff. So. I will admit there are some mech designs that are pretty badass in Dark Age. Like aesthetically, there were some that I definitely liked. They were definitely cool looking. Then on the flip side, there were some ones that I was like, no, just why would you do that? No. So maybe uh, next year, a lot of you guys, uh, you know, going to Gen Con, we'll, we'll let you guys know. We'll have like, maybe, I don't know, maybe we can get a booth. I don't know what the hell. Maybe we'll just hang... We'll just set up our own little booth and chairs next to the Battletech. How about that? That's what we'll do. But hey, Randall, we're just going to sit up here. Don't mind us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has nothing no, to do no. with you. Stop looking at us. No, <laughs> stop. These aren't the battle mechs you're looking for. Move no. along. Move along. These are battle droids. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and I will say that Randall Bills will be on a future show. We uh, reach back, and obviously he's really busy. He doesn't just handle Battletech, obviously. They've got all the IPs for, uh, you know, Catas Game Labs, uh, Shadowrun, Battletech. I think there's a few others. So uh, he is busy. So when we can have him on, we'll let you guys know ahead of time so you can post up questions and, uh, you know, community questions, stuff like that, too. So I know uh, Flying Debris was there. Yep. Alex Iglesias was there. True story. And of course, don't forget we have the Catalyst Game Lab sponsorship giveaway, week 14, the TRO 3039. Um, and of course, that was made possible by Randall Bills. And all you have to do is head over to our website. All you have to do is register and post up what was your favorite fight scene in a Battletech novel? Uh, whether it's Decision at Thunder Rift or some other when, I don't know. I, what what my... was yours? Oh, man. Um, 
I have a lot of them running through my head. I'm uh, right now the one that's kind of sticking out the most is uh, when Kai comes in and saves uh, Prince What's His Face and yeah, and falls in the water. That was a pretty intense battle, but I don't know if it was my favorite. It was. I I'm gonna go out on limb and say because I loved the character so much and he's my favorite, uh, Fel and Kel. Uh, but when he's first captured by Clan Wolf and he becomes, um, he actually becomes a part of the the clan, and uh, he's walking with the Khan, and Vlad is beating the shit out of this old person, this old dude, and Felon looks at the Khan and says, "You know, are you just gonna let this?" And he's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" Felon goes over there and beats the shit out of. Vlad. So your favorite like, fight scene is not doesn't even include Max. I know. Wow. I was I was that into. You know the characters. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, that was Everything good. Everything you've ever said is now called into question. <laughs> I think it was a good scene. It was a turning point for him, and you know, it really. I definitely just... like seeing young, strong guys stand up for the old dudes. I can well, appreciate that. He, he, he. It's the first. You really see. It's the first push for him becoming basically uh, a warden. You know, for Clan Wolf, and then on top of that, you, you start to see where. You know, at the time, the Elkhan Ulrich, he he realizes early on, and you know, Clan Wolf and Exile and stuff like that. Not, not to get, anyways. If I told I'm sorry, are you talking sorry. about dirty spoiler? Clemens? Spoiler, uh, anyways. And okay, totally off topic here. I know, but I'm gonna go off on a tangent. Why not? We're always we're an hour and thirty minutes into this, anyways. Um, is uh, another part one of my saddest times and of the most frustrated time. Uh, I'm gonna share this with you and. I got so, and granted, this was when I was younger. I got so pissed off. I stopped reading the book for three days, and I want to continue it. And it was basically when the task force for, you know, Operation Bulldog uh, and Morgan, uh, you know, uh, Davian, Hesek Davian. Anyways, when he's, po- anyways, spoiler if you haven't read this, when he dies, he's poisoned on the trip out there. And I was just so pissed. Oh, my God. I wanted, like... I don't know what it was. It was just, it was like the ultimate, hmm, just, all right, sorry, enough. You had a crush on him. I understand. Completely. Dude, there's so many characters. And then obviously when the invasion's going down, I'm not going to tell you, there's so many people, like main characters. Anyways, Ugh, I was irritated. It's okay, that. Phil. It's over now, man. I want to punch a freaking test tube baby in the face. That's what I want to do. Damn test tube babies. Not all Good of them. Some of you are kidding. No, and they're all dirty clamors. It's the C version, the Crusader version. Those are the ones. Clamors. Yeah, if, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry. If you're reading the novels, you'll get to a point. And somebody asked what novel that's in. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to read it. All right. So again, I just want to say thank you. Hey, make sure to fa- follow us on Facebook. It's a great way to keep up to date with information we post and share stories. We post stuff with NGNG, MWO, BattleTech, uh, Tactics, uh, Mech Porn. Actually, I would say just the Mech Porn alone is probably the number one reason to follow us on facebook i i'd like posting mech porn i've actually had no one be negative about the mech porn so i think everyone here enjoys the mech porn so that, that's good so i just want to say thank you my mech porn somebody didn't like the, the the use of the word porn but other than that yes i don't care it's what it is man porn to the eyes mech to the porn and of course i just want to say check us out on, on youtube as well no guts no galaxy tv posting some content i actually need to be posting up some latest stuff i know uh, there has been any latest videos um i've got yesterday's twitch event i'll be posting up later today i've got some more stuff coming um obviously a lot of new content with third person camera so i'll post up a lot more that being said give me your feedback let me know what you guys feel about the animations too of the mechs i feel like some are like 
I feel like the animations of some of the earlier mechs, pretty much all of the, the original mechs, I love the animations for them, right? The Hunchback Strut, the Atlas, Pelvis pelvis Waddle, right? The Catapult, you, really you know. You focused on that pelvis. I, I think it adds. It's one of those little touch. But I feel like a lot of the new ones just sort of lacking in the animation department. I really feel like I want to see a mech run. Like, to me, the Hunchback, when it starts going, it's actually running. There's flight. I really appreciate that. Uh, the other ones, just meh. Like, there's got to be some waddle. There's got to be some pelvic action. There's got to be flight. Give me the flight. Anyways, and of course, uh, check us out on Twitch. Uh, yesterday we had uh, MP's TeamSpeak Tuesdays where he played with the Clan Ghost Bear in, uh, in honor of Duff. And for those that don't know, again, that story is over on our forums that we lost one of our own mech warriors. Um, you know, young, very just like two years older than me. You know, so it's it's just it's never good news when that shit happens. So um, again, you know, uh, build up the relationship, share, and if you can, go out and drink a beer with some of these guys. It's really cool. But uh, and have more fun. Have more fun. Always have more fun. Less fun. anger, less gnashing of teeth, more fun. Fun is. Fun is uh, I like fun. That, I like that a lot was of profound, fun. sir. I yeah, like I'm gonna. Fun. Can I quote you on that? <laughs> yeah, <you> can. <laughs> Writing it down, just a second. But, you know, I guess that's one thing, too. Like, uh, you know, if you're not having fun with the game... Take uh, a break. Yeah. Uh, now, some people look at fun differently, and, and we've talked about that, but uh, that's a whole nother. Well, there was a really Dr. good King. article about one of the super competitive guys and his idea of fun. What he, Like, he essentially said, I don't have fun in the game, but he didn't, did later say that, well, winning is fun. So, yes, people's ideas of fun is different, but whatever you're doing, have fun. If you're not having fun... Take a little break. Play something else. Go outside. I don't know. Whatever. But have There's fun. There's a whole big world out there of other games and other people and things. Anyways, guys, I just want to say thank you to everyone, our community, our live studio audience. You guys are awesome. And, of course, to everyone uh, for supporting us and all of our staff behind the scenes. Uh, I just want to say thank you again. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's just amazing to see how this community is growing. And, again, this was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hill. This is Laura. Until next time, Mech Warriors. It'd be best if you avoid me, but I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me, you can feel it on my skin, but there is more with it. Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever